Today we are continuing our series, Hush, and I'll be talking about gossip. And there's all kinds of gossip in our world, and there's all kinds of gossipers in our world. And so I just want to go through a few gossipers with you. One of my favorites is the prayer request gossiper. The prayer request gossiper. This is the gossiper. You're, you're at community group. You've had great discussion and accountability and, and fellowship. And you're at the very end. You know, you're closing it out and you're like, hey, let's, let's have a word of prayer. Maybe some people submit a request and whatnot. But you're like, hey, who would like to close in prayer? And the person like raises their hand and says, okay, hey, why don't you go ahead? And so everybody bows their heads and closes their eyes. And this is the prayer that you hear. Lord, I just want to pray for Don. Lord, I saw him coming out of Blockbuster last week, and I'm pretty sure he had one of those adult videos in his hands. Lord, I'm sure he's addicted to pornography. It's destroying his family. He's watching that junk. Lord, I I just pray for Don that you would help him. And then, Lord, I want to pray for Sally. Lord, that cable man was at her house for three hours. Lord, it is not going to take no three hours for cable to be installed. And the smile on her face when he left, oh, Lord, is going to destroy that family. Lord, convict her of her adulterous ways. And Lord, I want to pray for Tom. Lord, his kids are so unruly. Oh, those uh, so undisciplined. Lord, help to show him, Lord, to, to, to not spare the rod with those children, Lord, to give them the whoopings they need. Oh, it's getting in my yard and messing up my flowers. Lord, show him how to be a parent. A godly one. And then, Lord, I want to pray for Jill. Lord, I've heard of the freshman 15. But the freshman 50? Oh, Lord, help that child. Lord, help her to get on the biggest loser. Lord, help her help her to get a wee fit. Oh, Lord, help her to do something. Lord, to lose all that weight. Oh, my God, she has blown up. Oh, Lord, help her and all that weight. In your name, amen. <laughs> you know, and prayer time comes like whoa you find out everything and half truths and junk and all of that and sure we have no prayer request gossipers in here and you know another one of my favorites is the you gotta love them gossiper you gotta love them gossiper you you can find these gossipers in a food court just go to the mall today hang out in the food court and just listen in on a conversation you may hear a conversation like this girl jenny is so spoiled do you know her parents just bought her a new car what? They pay for everything for her. Girl, I know. They buy all of her clothes. Girl, they're not even cute. Her parents spend all their money. Clothes aren't even cute. If she didn't have her parents, I don't know what she'd do. She'd be hopeless. She'd be a bum on the street. She wouldn't have nothing without her. Ooh, girl, do you see her eyebrows? She needs to spend some money to get them things threaded. I mean, she's spending that money in the wrong places. And, you know, and then Jenny comes walking up. Oh, hey, Jenny. How are you? Oh, hey, ladies. Oh, Jenny, your outfit is so cute. Oh, thank you. All right, have fun shopping. Oh, girl, do you see that outfit? Hideous. <laughs> and then they look at each other and they're like, but you know what? I love her. I love her too, girl. And then, then they go on about their business. Just trash her and all of that. Oh, but I love her. That's a you got to love them gossiper. And then you have this one. This one's not, I'm not very fond of this one, but it's the, the just doesn't know when to shut up gossiper. You can find these at work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The people like, you are, you got deadlines. You are working. You are just going away. And they're like, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? 
uh, no, I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm kind of working here right now. And, and you, you like trying to ignore them. They're like, yo, let me, man, let me tell you what happened. And they're, they're whispering, they're telling you, and you're like, uh-huh, okay, yeah, okay. And you're thinking to yourself, will you please shut up? I'm trying to work here, trying to get it done. And then you're in the break room. They're like, oh, I just heard about, did you hear about the, the girl on the fifth floor? Then you're like, I just want to eat my sandwich. Why are you still talking? You know, some people work, and then some people just talk. You know what I mean? Talk and talk. You're trying to get deadlines under. They're trying to talk to you. They're like, they just know everything going on in the whole business, you know, in the whole building. I mean, just talk and talk. And, you know, we, we, we'll come in contact with all of these gossipers because, you know what? Gossip is all over the place. It is, it is all over the place. There are even TV shows and magazines the whole reason they exist. Their whole purpose is to spread gossip. It's, it's the latest gossip. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. You know when you go to the grocery store, you look at those magazines, you want to see who gained the next 100 pounds and whose family's falling apart. Come on, you don't buy them, but you open them, you look. You know, they get you with that line, you know, it's this, and you're like, ooh, what? It's all over the place. It is everywhere. And gossip, man, now gossip can spread at the speed of light. We, we got email gossip, text messaging gossip, Facebook gossip, MySpace gossip, Twitter gossip. As a matter of fact, I'm convinced the iPhone probably has an app for gossip. You can download and get all the latest gossip. And it's, it's not even just technology. It's, it's in families. There's gossip going on. It's in homes. It's at the workplace. You got that good old college buddy gossip. You know, you get together with your friends. and The list goes on and on and on. Gossip is everywhere. And as we unpack this, I want to share with you two truths about gossip. Two truths about gossip. The first truth is this. Gossip leaves a path of destruction. Gossip leaves a path of destruction. James chapter 3 verse 5 through 6. The Bible says, Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a very small spark. The tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person. It sets the whole course of his life on fire. What, what James is saying here is that our tongue, gossip, can do some damage. It, it can destroy things. It can ruin somebody's life. It is so powerful that when we allow our tongues to gossip, it can leave a path of destruction. And here's the scary thing about gossip is that it can happen so easily. Just driving in the car, it comes up. Hanging out at lunch, just talking with a friend. I mean, I mean, sometimes it's not even meant to be malicious. Again, we just like to talk, and so we find things to talk about. So we talk about other people and their problems and their issues. And, and sometimes we're not even trying to be mean or cause destruction. And, and it can happen so easily, yet it does so much damage. It can leave a path of destruction. And so that's what's scary. It happens so easily. It happens easily enough where we think, oh, they're never going to know, or they don't know what we're talking about. And, but the reality is it can destroy many things. And so let's bring some light to this. I want to share with you three things that gossip can destroy. The first is this. Gossip can destroy someone's reputation. Gossip can destroy someone's reputation. It happens as easy as this. It's, you know, it's not summertime today, but it's, it's a summer day. You're having a barbecue. You have a couple families over, and you guys are hanging out, and it just takes one person. I mean, did you hear about Russ? 
No, no, what's, I haven't talked to Russ in a while. What's going on? Man, they are struggling, and they're having some financial issues. Man, Russ got that big old house. He's got all those cars. No, man, I've heard the repo, man. I heard they're looking to file bankruptcy. What? Yeah. His son busted his son with, with dope. His son's doing dope, busting him on the Internet, looking at porn. I mean, his son's a mess. Man, are you serious? Yeah. Man, poor Russ. Oh, did you hear they're about to have another baby? What? Yeah, man. They can't take care of the three kids they got. They're about to have a four. They're about to have another kid. I mean, dude, I, I don't know what's going to happen, man. That thing's about to explode. I mean, it's, it's about to get real ugly, real bad. And I mean, why would they think? Like, why, man, why would they have another kid? And, and you're talking and you're just having all this conversation about Russ and all his problems and issues. And, and all the other families are around. The kids are hearing about it. And you look at each other and you're just like, man, poor Russ. And Russ's reputation has just been completely demolished. Some of the things were true, but some of them weren't. And, and Russ may have never get wind of that, but all the people that were there have heard about it and are talking about it. Your kids are then talking to his kids. Oh, I heard your brother got, and it's getting spread, and his reputation has just been destroyed. It's been damaged, and then other people are talking about it. And again, it happens so easily. And I mean, gossip can destroy a reputation. Second thing it can destroy is gossip can destroy trust. Gossip can destroy trust. Maybe you've been hurt by gossip. Maybe you had that friendship where you, you went to that person for accountability. You know, you, you bear your soul to them because you're looking for help and, and you're struggling and, and you share stuff with them in confidence only to find out that they're telling other people and other people are finding out and your trust has been broken and you can't trust again. Maybe you're a mom, you're at that play group and you thought it was a safe place. Man, you just moved to Oklahoma City, found some moms to hang out with and you have such a great time only to find out that behind your back the moms are talking stuff about you and saying nasty things and just break your trust. Or Maybe at work, you know, you sent that email that was supposed to be confidential and now your boss knows and his boss and everybody knows and trust just completely destroyed and broken to the point where you don't want to trust anybody. You can't trust anybody anymore. You have this fear now because of the hurt and the pain that have been caused you by gossip. Gossip's so powerful, it can destroy trust. It can put somebody in a position where they're never going to share or say anything again because of gossip. Third thing that gossip can destroy is gossip can destroy relationships. Gossip can destroy relationships. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 28. The Bible says a perverse man stirs up dissension and a gossip separates close friends. Gossip is so destructive it can separate close friends. Maybe some of you know. Maybe you and a friend, have, have there's distance. You're not friends anymore because of gossip. Or you know of somebody, they used to be the best of friends. And then gossip get in the way. Families being destroyed. By gossip, aunts and uncles, brothers and sisters talking about one another. Families, mom and dad, I mean, all of that being hurt and destroyed. These, these tight, close relationships being ripped apart. Rifts being created because of gossip. Gossip leaves a path of destruction. And so why do we struggle with something that causes destruction? Why would we give in? Why would we allow our tongues to cause so much damage? to slip and, and to leave that path of destruction. And I believe we find the answer in Proverbs 18.8. The Bible says there's nothing so delicious as the taste of gossip. 
it melts in your mouth. I'm sure all of us have had that I just found out feeling. You know what I mean? Like you just found something out and you're like, I got to tell somebody. And so you just start dialing numbers. You're just looking for somebody to answer that phone. So you, could, you just found out this juicy gossip and you just got to tell somebody. I mean, God forbid you keep it to yourself. It's too juicy to keep. You know, you got to share it with somebody. You know, some of you, it, it, it's, just, it, it's just there. You just start twitching. You're like, ah, I don't tell somebody I'm going to explode. And it, it's, just, it's just juicy. There's just something in our carnal nature, in our human nature. We just feel like we got to go share and tell. And, you know, sometimes we're just bored, right? Sometimes we just need something to talk about. You know, football season's done, so let's talk about somebody and their problems. You know, it just starts a good conversation, right? Have you ever been in one of those awkward, silent moments? You know, where you're like talking to somebody, you have that like awkward silence. You're like, um, okay, I need to say something. And so what's the easiest thing to do? Hey, did you hear about so-and-so? No, what happened? Oh, man, let me tell you. And you just became best friends over some gossip. Best buddies over, I mean, it happens so easily. It's, it's delicious. It, it, and again, it's, it's all over the place. There, there's so much. But yet it causes so much destruction. And so how do we avoid causing destruction? How, how do we avoid hurting someone? How, how do we avoid de- destroying someone's reputation, their trust or relationship? Pastor Lynn Wheeler shared this last week, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. The Bible says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those that listen. What God is saying here is let's stop talking about people and let's start talking to people. Gossip doesn't help anybody. It does not benefit anybody. All it does is it leaves damage and it destroys. And so let's stop talking about people. and Let's stop talking about all their problems and issues. And let's start talking to them. Let's go to them and, and see if we can help them, if we can encourage them, if we can share words with them that are going to edify them instead of talking about them behind their backs with words that are only going to destroy and hurt them. Let's stop talking about people and let's start talking to people. And let me say this. I understand that there's some of you in this room right now. You have been hurt. You have been scarred by gossip, rumors. Your reputation has been hurt. Your trust is gone. Relationships have been destroyed. Can I let you know that, that God loves you? And that however big that wound is, however deep that scar is, that God wants to heal that. That God wants to cover you in his love and, and, and restore you and, and help you to trust again. That, that God is looking out for your interests and that even today, that if you've been wounded and hurt by that, you know what, God wants to come and just, and just, and just bring healing to you and your situation. Now, what about us? I know going through this message, it really caused me to look at, man, what am I saying? What are the words that are coming out of my mouth? Am I, am I, am I talking about people? What, what is the, the, the path of destruction that is behind me? And if I've left that path, how do I heal it? How do I restore it? How do I change things? How do I begin to do that? And the answer is our second truth here about gossip. We can clean up the destruction of gossip by asking for forgiveness. Second truth about gossip is is we can clean up the destruction of gossip by asking for forgiveness. Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 through 24. 
The Bible says, therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to your brother. Then come and offer your gift. What he's saying there is, is because of our gossip and not being able to control our tongue, If it's created conflict with somebody, we need to go to them and fix it. And it talks about it in the context of of worship. It's saying, hey, you know what? You may be in your car one day driving and you just got some, some Christian music playing and you're just worshiping, maybe just spending some time with God, praying, and all of a sudden God reminds you of that person. Remind you of that relationship that has been wounded. Remind you of that person that, that you gossiped about. And what he's saying is, you know what? Man, turn off the radio. Call up that person. You know what? S- stop worshiping me for a second th- through this manner. And you know what? Go and reconcile with that person. Go and fix that relationship. Go and make it right. That is also worship. That is also a way to honor me and, and to bring worship to me. He's saying, maybe you're in this experience and we're singing these songs and I need you, Lord, and it's amazing. And again, God reminds you, reminds you of that family member that you hurt, that you gossiped about. He said, you know what? Go to them. Make it right. Today, make it right. Don't come back next Sunday before you can, you can make it right to, to bring healing, to bring reconciliation. And that is worship. That is part of worship. That is part of our lifestyle being worshiped to God. That we can go and reconcile with anybody that, that we have hurt. That we can go to them and, and ask for forgiveness. That on our end, we are going to honor God. That on our end, we are going to make it right. See, the heart of God, the passion of God is reconciliation. That's why Jesus came and, and died on a cross so that we could be reconciled to God. And so he wants to do the same through us. He wants us to go and be reconciled with that person that we have conflict with. He wants us to go and he wants us to make it right. See, if we want to begin to clean up the destruction that our tongue has caused, we can start by asking for forgiveness. We can start by asking for forgiveness. Now here's the challenge. Asking for forgiveness is not easy. It's difficult. Some of you are like, ugh, ooh. That's hard. Got to swallow our pride. And here's the tough thing about gossip. It's tough both ways. If people know you've been gossiping around them, you're probably the last person they want to see or talk to. And if they don't know, you are then bringing to light to them as you're apologizing, hey, I've been gossiping about you. No matter how you look at it, that's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to require us to to swallow our pride, to humble ourselves, to go to that person. And here's the other reality. They They may not even want us to apologize or ask for forgiveness. But here's the thing. We are here to honor God. We are here with our lives to worship Him. And so whether they want it or not, it's our part to go and ask them for that forgiveness. It's worship on our end to go and and to make that relationship right. Now, I know some of you are thinking, hey, pa- hey, Pastor Chris, what they don't know won't hurt them. <laughs> I'll just stop gossiping, okay? I don't need to go apologize. Just, I'll just stop right now. God knows. God knows. Again, it comes down to us and him. It comes down to one-on-one, our own personal relationship with God. That's saying, okay, God, I'm going to worship you. I'm, I'm going to make this right. I'm, I'm going to go to my brother or my sister. I'm, I'm going to ask for forgiveness. I'm, I'm going to do everything on my end to reconcile this relationship, whether they reject me 
whether it's the most uncomfortable conversation, I'm going to do everything on my part to make it right, to reconcile it. I want to do everything I can to clean up that path of destruction that lies behind me. I had a situation like this a couple years ago with, with my father-in-law. Um, and, you know, right now I have a great relationship uh, with my father-in-law. But a couple years ago, uh, we had a disagreement. We had a difference in opinion. Looking back at it now, it wasn't necessarily that I was right or he was wrong or that he was right and I was wrong. We, we just had a difference of opinion. But how many do you know that sometimes when you have a difference with, uh, of opinion with somebody, your opinion's always the right one, right? <laughs> if we're just honest. Well, I don't like your opinion. My opinion's correct. You need... And that's what happened. We had a difference of opinion, and because of that, it caused, it caused a rift between us. And so then when, you know, I was just so frustrated and upset with the deal, you know, I, I, I would call people and talk to them about it. Man, you won't believe what, you know, I start talking, I'm gossiping about them, and, and again, I lost control of my tongue. I, I did damage to his, his reputation, and, and there was conflict between me and, and against my father-in-law, you know what I mean? Like, I just can't, you know what I mean? Like, it was, it was difficult on me and, and Jamie as well, and, and God really convicted my heart. He's like, Chris, you need to reconcile this. You need to go, and, and you need to apologize. And so I remember, you know, we set up a, a time to go and have, have a meal with them, and, and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I was nervous. I mean, my hands were sweating, you know, it was one of those where I was waiting for the right time in the, in the conversation to bring it up. And, and how you know, sometimes we just stall things out. Oh, Lord, there wasn't a good time. Lord, I'll have to wait till next time to, there'll never be a good time. <laughs> you know, I just finally had to interject and I had to say, hey, listen, I, I need to apologize. You know, when we had that difference of opinion. I, I said some things that I shouldn't have said. I had anger in my heart towards you and and right there, man, I had to apologize, and I was nervous, and I was scared, and it was not an easy thing to do. But you know what? He was, he was very gracious, and he said, man, I, I forgive you. And, you know, from that point on, our, our relationship was reconciled. Like today, man, we have a, a great relationship. And I had to apologize to him for things, some things he, he didn't even know. He was clueless. And I could have just let him be clueless. Okay, I'm just going to stop saying bad things, Lord. He doesn't need to know. But, but you know what? He probably would have found out. And again, I felt convicted in my heart. I had to make it right. And that's what this thing is all about. Gossip can be so damaging. And so how do we do it? How do we make it right? We've got to ask for forgiveness. And so who's that person? Who's that person in your life? Is it an old friend? Is it a family member? Who's the person you need to go to and you need to reconcile with and even if it's just on your end, again, you're doing it because you want to please God and you want to honor God. And I want to challenge you. Go to them. Go to them today. Go to them this week. Man, reconcile. Make it right on your end of things. Do all that you can to honor God. On your end of things, do all that you can to clean up the destruction caused by your tongue, caused by the gossip. It may have been on purpose. It may have been on accident. Either way, man, let's honor God, control our tongues, make things right, ask for forgiveness, and clean up the gossip. Let's pray. Father, I just want to lift up everyone in this.